0: So, Nick, can I tell you about, um, <laughs> do you know that uh, the Jackbox, the new Jackbox game, the one champed up? Can I tell you about
1: <laughs> it? I, I, I do have, uh, I, I do have Jackbox 7. I like, I, I love champed up. Oh yeah,
0: yes. we, we, we do play it all the time, uh, but in, in, with a different group of friends, I, I was very, very, I was, I was Zoncaronian cheesed one night, my dude. I was, <laughs> I was, I was really feeling the zen. Um, and so we were playing it. Uh, and I don't know why, I can't remember the prompt. And I don't, I couldn't tell you why my mind went. I think it was the King of Condiments. I think it was King of Condiments. That was the prompt. Uh, and so I drew a very, very unhappy stick figure. And then used the little like highlighter marker for yellow. And then painted over him with yellow. And then in <laughs> in, in the black ink again, I wrote, please kill me. Uh, and, <laughs> and I named this character Mustard Matthew. <laughs> It was just I couldn't I like submitted him And then realized what I did And then could not stop laughing Until Mustard Matthew appeared And then I laughed even more And almost knocked myself out uh, With with my laughter uh, Which isn't, isn't a great look And, like, I I did a bunch of spinoffs for Mustard Matthew. I also had, there was, like, the multitasking. (laughs) (laughs) I had multitasking Mustard Matthew. And he was, like, (laughs) he was, like, you know, on the computers while also being just very, very unhappy. Uh, And I kind of spun him off in other things. And then uh, I can't remember what it was. I think it was, like, The King of Evil or something like that. Uh, And so... (laughs) <laughs> this is like on the, on the round two of the next game. And I was like, okay, I need to bring this, I need to bring this joke home. I can't keep just doing mustard Matthew.
1: And so I drew, we need to have the Avengers end game of M- mustard Matthew.
0: <laughs> exactly. So I, what I did, I did, I took a book. Uh, I took a, um, what is that? I took a page out of, uh, the Marvel cinematic universe's playbook. And then I decided to make the evil version of mustard Matthew. Uh, so mm-hmm. what I did was I drew a stick figure, um, and made him smiling and very angry, and then I used the marker to paint him red, uh, and then in black ink, I wrote, um, I'm into this, and his name was Ketchup Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing his thing. Uh, you and I don't know what, I don't know. I can't. I wish I could tell you why my brain decided to um, include those loving characters, but uh, I'm very excited for our spinoff podcast, uh, The Adventures of Mustard Matthew.
1: The Adventures of Mustard Matthew. I I mean, like, how did your champed up characters perform? Did you win? I did. (laughs) Against all odds. (laughs) was it like when someone uh, enters monkey in our uh, jackpot games and they automatically win no matter what it is or what's happening <laughs> kind
0: of i don't know i think they appreciated the arc honestly i was i was really <laughs> That's right, yeah, yeah in in my in my uh, heightened state what we'll call it uh, i was really worrying about uh, my character's you know growth and uh, and i think giving him that villain really kind of solidified his journey
1: Exactly. Everyone needs a foil. Everyone needs a foil. It, 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 it's like they say uh, in uh, in Shakespeare, mm-hmm. uh, I shall be thy mustard and make your ketchup shine all the brighter.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
1: <laughs> that's what Shakespeare writes.
0: Those are the words that came out of his <laughs>
1: Welcome to Nostalgia Blinded, uh, the show where two best friends with the same first name take a rose-tinted look at the media of the past. My name's Nick. And mine is too. So this week, uh, we have agreed, perhaps due to uh, the uh, pertinence Uh, of this topic given certain past events mm-hmm. uh, to talk a little bit of GameStop.
0: Yeah, just a bit of Game... Because the thing, the nature of our show is that the things that we're talking about are n- just never going to be relevant.
1: Right? They're, yeah, just the, th- the opposite of topical. Yeah,
0: that is the nature of this show. So it was just very odd to wake up and see that we, <laughs> we accidentally revolutioned ourselves uh, into making GameStop uh, relevant again, which is kind of fun.
1: Exactly. And, and like... It, it, it's so uh, it's so strange, because GameStop was actually one of the things on our original list. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just sitting there waiting to uh, pop back up. And that's not what we've usually done. We've nope. usually, like, come up with something five minutes before that isn't on the list, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, bring it in. So this is really uh, pretty incredible. So, uh, Nick, why don't you give the people a rundown of, uh, of what GameStop is? Yeah, yeah of course.
0: L- let me just put my scrying bones away real quick before we get into this thing. Uh, anyway, uh, so GameStop as a... As a store, is a store, is what I meant to say. I said GameStop as a store. GameStop is a store that sells video games. I think it, I would say famously, uh, it sells video games very poorly. Uh, it does a bad job at selling video yeah, games. You know,
1: I'm I'm gonna say that I uh, I definitely agree with you. Several uh, separate developments, including you know Amazon.com mm-hmm. and digital downloads. Yeah, it's a big one. Video games. <laughs> uh that's the big one sort of have uh brought gamestop into a uh, a slow and uh extremely painful descent toward adolescence yeah. and uh you know until very recently its tailspin was only increasing but now yeah. uh you know maybe things are looking up maybe
0: i i i don't know we, we still we're uh you know we're recording this uh uh to you know, in the a couple of days after the story like first broke and first got big. Uh so it's very much still developing. So we really do not know uh what will become of this whole situation. Um but I personally don't think GameStop is gonna be saved by this. Uh I think the only way it's really gonna be saved is if it completely like switches kind of what it does. Uh, instead of like being a place to buy video games, it's more of a place to like play video games, kind of like a hangout sesh. You know what I mean? Like, hmm, like maybe we changed right, it to right, to yeah. Game Spot or something like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Like Game Bar, Game. Oh, the Game. Oh, no. I mean, there's plenty of game bars that do it better. I mean, Yestercades.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, plenty of uh, various. Uh, arcades can you buy alcohol at like those type of arcades they they sell that sounds like Mm -hmm. an excellent business model yeah
0: i think they sell beer in like shitty plastic cups
1: (laughs) back at
0: our, at least our local <laughs> Yesterkades. It's a very, it's a nice place except for where the food is served and it's like, and it looks like complete two completely different stores. It's crazy. Yeah,
1: you know what, in fact, I don't even know if the guy selling food and beer there is like actually affiliated with Yesterkades. Yeah, that's his true. Name's Tim. I think he might have just wandered in from the street and sort of set up shop uh mm-hmm. with Tim Tim's schlappy burgers and Tim's uh special brew.
0: Yeah, he he, he was like, oh, this is Tim's place now. He parked his fucking grill right next to the uh, uh,
1: hold on, <laughs> he, uh, hold This on. is I'll, Tim Cades. This, this is Tim's.
0: <laughs> he parks it right next to the gauntlet machine, and he's like, "All right, here we go. This is Timster Cades. This is this
1: is." Yeah, he he, he, he uh, dismantled the uh, uh, the Super Street Fighter 2 machine and started grilling burgers on the CPU. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's, it's pretty great. It yeah. gives him that real uh, metallic electric-y taste. Well,
0: here's here's the thing you don't know about the original Super Mario Bros. arcade cabinet, a two-player one, is that you can hotwire it at like a full functional grill uh miyamoto kind of put that one in himself he was like you know some some guy named tim is gonna need to grill up some burgers for the youth of america in our year of the lord 2021 uh or at least i hope not 2021 we shouldn't be at kids in the current state of that the world right. um <laughs> just one more tim has a very strange uh kind of uh economy that he works with he actually plays you in air hockey and if you win you get the food and if and if you, <laughs> and if you lose you have to give him food it's it's crazy <laughs>
1: That's pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. Jesus. But uh, right. So back to GameStop. Anyway, yeah. Um,
0: (laughs) We went slightly off course.
1: Basically, GameStop is bad at selling games because of all of those various reasons, but also uh, just because like... It's just sort of like a pretty shitty atmosphere, and yeah, I guess at some you know previous point they sold mostly games, but nowadays because of all of these developments, if you walk into a GameStop, it's mostly gonna be like ironic T-shirts and like overpriced figures of mm-hmm. various things some of which don't even necessarily have to do yeah. with games
0: and it makes it very it makes it very frustrating because the GameStop in our local mall is right across from the hot topic so it's like <laughs> it, we already had exactly. one that was doing that we didn't need to <laughs> uh,
1: so so very true oh um, but yeah like they will sell games many of them used uh, and the other, like, sort of major part of GameStop's business model uh, is trading in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can trade in your games uh, for a pretty dismal, yeah. uh, you know, value, I would say. Uh, I, I And, like, you know, the, the whole idea of uh, reselling product is uh, its own sort of economic beast. But I really don't know if you would get a better value trying to go to, like, eBay or... Uh, like you know selling it to uh, a friend or something like that like any yeah. of the other ways you could get rid of your games they would have to be better than trading in a gamestop because they really give you almost no money yeah, they, uh, yeah. for these games
0: they do not do a, a great job and but granted they also sell like um like you know shitty like bargain bin uh like ds games for two bucks a pop right so it's like
1: th- that's true there's that's a true. bit of
0: a give and take but you should it, like these you know these video games were originally valued at like 60 bucks like there should be like a, a maybe a little bit of of uh of given a little more give than take uh we should say uh also i just kind of wanted to share just to give you a sense of exactly when we uh, recorded this uh <laughs> gamestop shares are now three hundred and twenty five dollars a piece three hundred and twenty five dollars a piece baby up from what i believe was like 19 bucks just a few days ago or something like that
1: it is it is so wild it is so very well um, oh my god I, uh... wait so
0: just to just give you a sense of how how crazy it is uh the this article that i'm looking at uh the stock has risen 14,300 percent uh over the past couple of months which is uh 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 Crazy that like that the the fourteen thousand three hundred percent is like the max that it climbed. Uh, it's it's wildly fluctuating because uh we are uh, eating the rich mm. currently. We are munching. We're munching, munching down, <laughs> and
1: it tastes good. You gotta, you
0: gotta get through that grit so you can get to the nice. That's the thing. It's the, it's the very, very hard outside, but the inside is nice and squishy, and you can just kind of.
1: Mm. Oh my God, we're, we're back to cannibalism. I know. Before, <laughs> before the podcast, we were talking about the frequency of our cannibalism chat, and it really hasn't stopped. It really we're has. Still it. on that train. Eat
0: the rich. Eat the rich. <laughs> Hell yeah.
1: Metaphorically.
0: Me. Hell yeah. I'm um, call me the sarlacc Pit because I'm gonna. No, that's dumb. That was. Uh, <laughs> that was <laughs> (laughs) do with anything Um, (laughs) Um,
1: but uh yeah so on the topic of gamestop trade-ins i have uh, i have a bit of a yarn to spin here give it to me Uh, i recently uh walked into a gamestop during covid times with a bunch of my old games uh and decided to trade them in uh and this is my story
0: Uh, (laughs) so
1: basically uh it was not the gamestop uh at the Uh, mall in our hometown, which is like, uh, you know, a large indoor mall type thing. It was at a strip mall. Uh, I, um, you know, had like this sort of uh, wicker basket uh, (laughs) from my house. I, I don't know if you remember these wicker baskets, but it had... All of my games in them mm-hmm. and uh, the consoles, which I'm pretty sure I'll be able to get rid of, and then my Wii Balance Board. <laughs> oh my god. From Wii Fit. <laughs> Stuck in I, the I, I didn't power. have the game Wii Fit anymore. Right. I had lost that, but mm-hmm. the Wii Balance Board was apparently so valuable to me that I wanted to hang on to it.
0: Nick, uh, Nick uh, can I be honest? I- I'm shocked that you sold the Wii Balance Board because how else are you going to get the speedrun categories uh, where, you, of course, you play Super Smash Bros. Brawl uh, <laughs> uh, Subspace Emissary Mode, but with the Wii Balance Board? Oh my how god. Are you going to do it now, thing? Nick?
1: Uh, that would make be so happy uh,
0: probably you could probably reprogram that shit
1: Ah oh, man I, I mean like honestly i don't think the inputs on the Wii balance board are that sensitive i don't think there are a lot of points of articulation on that bad boy it's mostly <laughs> there's a scale on one side and then there's a scale on the other side and it makes then, your me fatter yeah. when you go into it because no, you're oh not God. at your target weight yep yeah. y- y- your your Wii fit points aren't high enough my God. I, what was... Didn't the thing
0: have a name in We Fit? Was it like balancey or something? Or, or was its name just the Wii Balance
1: Board? I, I'm pretty sure it was the Wii Balance Board. We Fit had like two separate sort of guiding personalities there was the way fit trainer who's the one who got into mm. smash bros which in my opinion is a goddamn yeah, crime. Yeah, yeah. uh and then there's the balance nah, board, <laughs> who like also talked to you and would like you know say fun mm-hmm. quirky things uh and like it really seems yeah, uh, like you would hear it. <laughs> exactly uh it really seems Great! unnecessary uh <laughs> that they would uh, that they would do that but
0: oh yeah my, my favorite my favorite is like when you stepped on, it would go,
1: whoa,
0: <laughs> like, hey, what the
1: fuck? Yeah. <laughs> we fit, you know, not the most, uh, sort of, uh, sensitive in terms of, uh, fat acceptance and, uh, you know, body image, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and all that sort of stuff. No, it's not. Uh, it, it was a bit, uh, you know, perhaps behind its time, but, um, I walked into the game stuff and, uh, there was like a limit three person a sort of sign on there. So I was like, I'm sure this won't be a problem and it wasn't. It was fine. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's nice to see that GameStop is, uh, you know, keeping on its toes. And I uh, like saw... Um, all of the t-shirts and I saw all of the overpriced figures and I saw like the various knickknacks that they have for sale there. The Amiibo Mm -hmm. is a big shelf and then uh, I saw as a tertiary market the games on the walls, which is, you know, an afterthought (laughs) as it should be.
0: It's like, if you want them, they're there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh,
1: But um, what I'm about to say, I feel like sort of encapsulates the GameStop experience. There was Mm -hmm. a guy lingering at the cash register Getting help with something I wasn't quite sure—a purchase or a trade-in or a membership, of some sort—and then the mm-hmm. cashier, while he was helping this guy, was talking on the phone with somebody, uh, mm-hmm. like at the GameStop, and uh, I think the guy was maybe also talking on the phone, the customer. Uh, <laughs> so like it was just sort of uh, a real circus. There are just a lot of plates spinning yeah. right now, and. Um, <laughs> I was just there on my mask with my big uh, armload of stuff awkwardly uh, standing there. And I was like, okay, uh, I guess I'm going to wait for these guys to finish whatever it is they're doing and then come up with this whole other thing. So uh, eventually... What if they were
0: on the phone with each other? (laughs) What if they were on the
1: phone with each other? And they just wanted to keep their conversation private. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, that would have been wild! And like the guy, like motions to like look at your phone when you step up, and he's like, "Hey, what's your number? <laughs> this is very <laughs> oh <my> important. <laughs> We're doing a bit here." Uh,
1: Jesus! But like that sort of like uh, I don't even know what the word for it would be, but like the guy at the cash register and the customer always like sort of seem like they know each other. Like if you walk into a local mm. game store, uh, like you know a board game store, card game store, like a GameStop or any of those sort of places, it always feels yeah, yeah. like uh you know the the regulars and the employees uh have this clannishness to them and you're like a little bit not welcome
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's like yeah but that's that's GameStop Greg
1: everyone <laughs> exactly. knows GameStop yeah. Greg, everyone knows <laughs> he Greg. Knows. he's here every thursday yeah. to to check out the like, new like releases the guy... because he you can't just do it online
0: yeah no exactly like cashier on the phone was like is that fucking GameStop Greg <laughs> <laughs> what's
1: he doing here
0: I thought I thought he was just a myth.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, it was just a sign. I, I remember uh, in, in the back of it said GameStop Greg, and there was like a, a police lineup uh, drawing of him. It was like, "Do not serve <laughs> yeah. this man."
0: Well, do, well, Nick, do you remember the the first time you ran into GameStop Greg?
1: Because uh, oh, I
0: I can recall. I, do you remember cuz I I recall the time uh with GameStop Greg. I walked in and I you know I w- I was playing um uh <laughs> I was playing the the PlayStation B- uh, Battle Royale All-Stars that one. Uh, as like a you know as a child mm-hmm, of course. Sure. Uh, and as the, the demo thing with the PS3 and GameStop Greg he came in and he's like I bet I could kick your ass with sweet tooth. <laughs> and I said, "Oh, oh really, GameStop Greg?" Well, Me, Nick, will beat you using uh, uh, Parappa the Rappa. uh, And GameStop Greg handed me my ass on a silver platter uh, with with his sweet tooth. Uh, Some insane gameplay. uh, Really just uh, incredible stuff. And then he just left. vanished
1: (laughs) into thin air. You know, I I think the first time I encountered GameStop Greg may have been actually outside of a GameStop. Because I was at uh, a, a hotel mall arcade uh and i was playing street <laughs> fighter and i'm pretty bad at street fighter you know i, I don't uh, i don't really run the tables um in, uh, right, right. in street fighter <laughs> right. and uh this guy came over and he was like hey do you want to play and i'm like sure so he uh, uh walks over and he plays a character who i you know really don't know and then he just sort of does mm-hmm. the same move over and over again he's like cha mm. ta Ta! And then I'm just like, I don't know how to do this. I really didn't know how to block. That was like sort of my main problem. And then he right, right, did yeah. a super move on me and literally acted out the super move, like as the character oh. was doing it on screen. And I was mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. whoa, holy shit. Uh, whoa. This guy plays a lot of Street Fighter. Um, and uh right. Uh, then he also disappeared but uh like i wandered uh, into a different part of the arcade and there was gamestop greg again at the ddr machine Mm. and he had taken off his hoodie and under his hoodie he had an mlg shirt um on that's how you know uh, that's
0: how you know it was gamestop greg
1: Exactly. He has, he has the MLG symbol and he leaves MLG stickers on whatever games he's played uh, just to let you know that the organization <laughs> approves of it.
0: Uh, yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> yeah. and, and that he has, as the agent of uh, of the Holy MLG Church, has tested it out. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was at the DDR machine and he had his, both right. of his hands like on uh, the <laughs> back bar. And he was like playing on ultra difficulty mode. And this dude was like almost horizontal, just like going crazy on those buttons. And there was a crowd of people around him. And then as he, you know, dismounted from the machine and got off, I was like, "I I need to know your name. And he's like, It's GameStop Greg. And then, and then he Smith left. Greg. And then he disappeared on the post. then he <laughs> left. Yeah,
0: Nick, I do have to ask you: At what point in the Street Fighter battle did you realize that he was playing in a way that was training you? <laughs> like, like at what, at what point did you realize that you were like, "Oh, I'm getting better as I'm playing GameStop, Greg"?
1: Oh uh, man, I, I mean, like, um, in uh, in Go, the Japanese game, uh, there's this concept mm-hmm, called mm-hmm. a teaching game. Uh, where you, uh, you know, sort of uh, play in a way that's meant to tutor the person you're playing against. And you can actually sort of do like a a backdoor teaching game to really let someone Mm. know that you're like, uh, you know, sort of um, screwing them up. Because when you read Hikaru no Go, um, which is a manga all about Go that I read... (laughs) Oh, all of oh, it God. um oh good like uh there are these moments where a character will be like you're playing me as if this is a teaching game and the character smiles and it's like yes that's how much better i am than you scrub but but like mm-hmm. i would say that it was like at the fourth sort of uh you know mm. ha-cha, the small punch move uh that kept hitting mm-hmm. me where mm-hmm. i was like i feel like i there should really be some way to You know, alleviate this type of spamming uh, and, you know, not have it take over the entire game. And then I didn't know that there was blocking at that point and I could just hold the Mm. stick back and block.
0: (laughs) Right, right, right. But,
1: uh, you know, when I eventually realized uh, it really clicked in my mind and my game with GameStop Greg came back. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, until my thoughts at that point.
0: Of course, of course. It was at the fifteenth time that he spammed the Hadouken uh, <laughs> that you were like, maybe I should jump,
1: maybe I should
0: <laughs> maybe. take some sort of
1: evasive maneuver.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> huh. Thanks, GameStop, Greg. Yeah, just check your local GameStop;
1: he's there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyway, He's so ga- all of them at the same time. It's amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So you, know, you ran into GameStop, Greg, at your GameStop as you were trading in, right? Uh, uh,
1: uh. Oh yeah. Of course. He he actually uh, you know came in uh, behind me and stood in line and I you know I I did the GameStop nod uh, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I I didn't get to see what he was there for you know I was uh, I was trying to get out at COVID times you know but, yeah of course uh, to was. his credit GameStop Greg was very wearing, wearing a mask he was very respectful yeah I was about you know, to ask social you. distance was you it know, an MLG as an omnipotent, mask omnipotent uh, Encrypted, yeah. Uh, you know, I think that uh, it's very important to set a good example. No, of course, uh-huh. it
0: is. was it an MLG mask but, though?
1: Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it wasn't. It was actually uh, a mm. Halo mask. Uh, oh, it said tasteful. Halo Two on it, which was weird mm. because, like, Halo Two, you know, like came out a long time ago. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. think they would have that type of, you know, licensed material. But I guess you know, GameStop Greg knows a guy. Yeah, I mean, well
0: yeah, GameStop Greg is the guy. Let's be real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true yeah he manufactures them yeah
0: <laughs> out of his GameStop basement
1: <laughs> exactly uh, but um, so to make this uh, very long at this point story a little bit shorter uh, I couldn't <laughs> trade any of the consoles in uh, they what? wouldn't let me trade them in which is weird because you would think that you know that they sell consoles there mm-hmm. um, so you would imagine that they would be okay with those but now the Wii and the Wii U and the Wii Balance Board weren't good enough for them yeah but I traded in uh, like my entire collection of uh, Wii and Wii U games, just about, mm. uh, and I got like almost two hundred dollars. Damn, it was pretty crazy because uh, you know it, it was like dozens of games, yeah, and uh, a lot of those uh, Wii games uh, in <laughs> in the words of the cashier uh, were uh, valuable as hell. Mm. Um, which dude. Ones? <laughs> which and, <laughs> which uh, ones, my dude? like? You know, they brought in a lot of cheddar. Right, uh, right. The one other sort of, like, feature of this game GameStop, I think there might have been, like... Music playing from the speakers and also a TV uh with some No, that sounds like GameStop. Yeah.
0: No, that sounds like GameStop. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's it, it's really just like a Buffalo Wild Wings in there in yeah. terms of like the level of sensory overload. Yep, yep, that yep. they like to uh put you in the mood for because then, you know, it doesn't matter which business you're at, you're either gonna eat more wings <laughs> or buy more games <laughs> more because games. you're just confused. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> there, there. lose your inhibitions. There, when, there, babe. Uh, there, let, let, let me let me swa- <down.
0: laughs> let me swaddle you in my novelty gaming t-shirt, babe, and let let me <laughs> let me gently caress your hair and have you buy another copy of Mario Maker two,
1: <laughs> of Ratchet and Clank. R- <laughs> ratchet or is out of again I don't know. <laughs> R- 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 ratchet and Clank three, two
0: Ratchet, two Furious. Wait,
1: fuck. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they went back on that um, one.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, but, next uh, week like, we're going to be talking about Ratchet and
1: <laughs> <laughs> So th- there was this TV in the GameStop, and it was like playing custom GameStop content with like you know YouTuber people in their setups, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. talking about games, you know, like uh, game journalism style. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, man, you know, like working for kotaku you know making those video videos or like a you know a, a really high quality website like polygon mm-hmm. like you know that's got to be a pretty good gig but it's got to be a bitter pill to swallow to like you know <laughs> apply for gamestop and kotaku mm-hmm. and then get the gamestop video producer position <laughs>
0: that's gotta be tough that's Oof. gonna be real tough
1: yeah, but like uh, you know, they were talking about like how much of a classic *Years of War* is, and how much they love the chainsaw gun, and I was like, okay, you, you this know is what's the so strange, Nick? Here is operating on. What's yeah, that?
0: yeah, yeah, but you know what's you know what's so fucking weird, Nick, is that uh, like no joke. Like, I, we. This could be a fun bit, right? Like, I, the what I could be saying next could be like a fun bit, but I promise it's not. Whenever I walk into a GameStop, I swear to God, the TV that they have in there is always talking about Gears of War. <laughs> it's like, no matter what. Uh, it is strange. A new game could could have come out, or it couldn't have. It could it could have been like I don't know, five years since Gears of War three, and the GameStop would still be talking about Gears two. And it's like I don't. Every single time, like it's bizarre. I, like I, I, and the issue is they're different videos. Like they could have just been playing the same ones from like two thousand and twelve on loop, but they don't. They make new Gears of War related videos. I don't understand yep. it.
1: Yep it's like uh top 10 guns in gears of war top 5 mm-hmm. levels in gears of war 2 uh yep. you know the character arc of marcus whatever his face is Where in, in fi- gears of war yeah. um i think i you know thinking back to it you're definitely right about this uh, and once actually um there was a uh, there was a a video talking about uh like uh, you know, Super Mario Odyssey. And then GameStop Greg came over mm-hmm. to uh, the TV and picked up a remote, which I hadn't really seen, but it was just sitting on a table right. with some merchandise. And he sort of like tisked. And then he changed the channel on the TV mm. and like it, uh, you know, flashed and went staticky for a second as if he was changing the channel on like a tube TV. And then it was a Gears of War video. <laughs> right. And he, and he nodded, uh, satisfied. He gave the GameStop nod. Yeah, he uh, gave back. the GameStop nod. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he, yeah. He, he, he walked back to observing some of the uh, the T-shirts. Yeah, about, some of the fire um, t- t-shirts
0: and then the, yeah of course and then the tv was blaring a video about gears of war 4 <laughs> calling gears of four as, as of course it's called oh
1: <laughs> uh, jesus yeah so um uh, i took it cash uh I, I i took my money cash because uh you, you get more uh, if you uh get store credit but that means you would need to purchase things at gamestop yeah which i'm you know is really against my principles yeah so <laughs> i uh, i walked out of the store at that point mm. um how did it feel and, to like, you-
0: Give away your childhood, Nick.
1: Oh, man. You know, it was tough uh, because a lot of those games are nostalgic, obviously. Mm -hmm. And a a part of me, you know, really wants to be the person who, like, uh, you know, blows the dust off of Super Smash Bros. Brawl Mm -hmm. uh, a a couple of of years or decades from now and uh, really gets back in there. But, like, no. (laughs) You know, like, it's Nintendo games. So... And I have uh, very generic taste in Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. So really, all of those games just sort of have a better uh, version of them that exists. right.
0: Now. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: so it's really uh, it's really not a big deal. Uh, and there were also some games that uh, I really just didn't care about, like, Uh, I got uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X, Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the selling point of that game is that you get to ride around in mechs, but it's Mm. a JRPG, so it's 20 hours before you get your first mech. Mm. And I was like, I want a mech. What's this weird alien thing, you know, doing? Why do I need to go to this weird ridge? Mm -hmm. And then I threw the controller across the room, because I'm a real gamer, Nick. I need my mechs. Well, yeah, you need your Uh, mechs. Uh, I uh, and then a couple years later, I traded it in, and uh, that's that's the plot of Zelda: Chronicles. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. Did you trade in your? Yeah, it's Wii- a
1: weird uh, sort of metafictional uh, angle they took, but yeah. I, I really uh, I really think it's very innovative. Yeah,
0: I, I completely agree. Did you trade in your Wii U copy of Breath of the Wild?
1: Uh, oh no! I downloaded Breath of the Wild onto the Wii U, but I didn't have oh. enough space, oh, okay. so I took a thumb drive and shoved it into the back of the Wii U and just had it dangling there.
0: <laughs> My God, that thing ran better than it should have. <laughs> like,
1: oh, like, oh, definitely, oh, definitely, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Pretty, pretty wild stuff. That's like, yeah. See, see, that's I'm I am the type of guy to dust off Super Smash Bros. Brawl and pop it in. Like, I still regularly uh, play a lot of the uh, GameCube, really uh, more than Wii. Uh, games because uh, a lot of them, sure. you know, I mean, a lot of them. When I was playing them as a kid, I wasn't very good at them, uh, and I didn't really understand. So I just played the levels over and over again, right? Uh, like the first two levels or whatever. Uh, so now going back, you know, my current age, I can like actually play through the levels I've never played before, and it's like a brand new game that I've never experienced. You know, hmm. which is kind of fun. Yeah, it is kind of it's kind of fun and kind of neat. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's that's pretty crazy. I can't imagine, uh, and I, I can't believe you got uh, honestly above a hundred dollars uh, for all of those things.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, you know, we were talking about the abysmal value of uh, GameStop trade-ins, but yeah. as it turns out, if you trade in a lot of games, uh, the numbers add up. I'm curious, which were the most valuable uh, Wii games? Oh man, I I don't know if I got an itemized list, but there was uh, th- th- there were some pretty fun. Uh, entries that uh, GameStop wouldn't take mm-hmm. uh, and okay. that they uh, shunned uh, summarily. Uh, one of them, a uh, hand to God, uh, was Lego City Undercover. <laughs> um, they, they didn't want Lego City Undercover. And uh, they also didn't want uh, Guitar Hero World Tour. Okay. Uh, the Disc of Guitar Hero World Tour, and I I, 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 don't know if I had like taken in all of the peripherals mm-hmm. uh, with the box because Guitar Hero World Tour is the one that came with a guitar and a drum set and a microphone. Yeah. Uh, so like, you know, I don't know uh, if they would have uh, a- a- accepted uh, all of it as the full game, the full experience. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm guessing not. Yeah. If yeah. I'm being honest.
0: No, definitely. World Tour. That the only song like I knew from that catalog was "Hotel California," and that wasn't enough to satiate my needs. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, exactly. There was No Sleep Till Brooklyn. I remember No Sleep Till Brooklyn. That's pretty cool. Uh, And um, I I remember that uh, one of the the lyrics of that song is, we're here with the Beastie Boys kicking it live. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, what a great reference in this song to the classic band, the Beastie Boys. I'm sure they appreciated the shout out. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) Little did I realize that No Sleep Till Brooklyn is a song by By, the classic classic hip-hop rock band, band, the Beastie Boys. The
0: Beastie Boys. Yeah, Nick. I mean... Uh (laughs) I mean, listen. No, no Guitar Hero soundtrack is ever going to be Guitar Hero Two because Guitar Hero Two does have Trogdor. <laughs> it does have Tro. You have to buy it. You have to sit, You have to <laughs> go to the in-game store. It's and DLC. Buy it. Yeah, kind of. Or it's it's Elsie. Uh, no.
1: <laughs> it's like, local content.
0: yeah i guess it, no it's in, you have to go to like the uh, you have to get enough in-game money so you can go and buy trogdor you have to buy the oh, privilege see. it's unlockable
1: it's unlockable
0: yes yeah, so it's unlockable that that's a much better word than lc <laughs> uh,
1: yeah yeah you had to you buy might say uh that it's uh ul unlockable <laughs> <laughs> U- ulb unlockable <laughs> yeah uh, in, yeah. in, but like you know, like I, I I hate in Super Smash Brothers that they put Luigi behind a paywall, and mm. you need to uh, like you know <laughs> play a certain amount of uh, <laughs> of matches and then beat him in a match to yeah, uh, you know a paywall you know get him. I, I I've never appreciated that uh, that aspect. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I hate paywall.
0: I hate the part. my my least favorite part. I'll tell you, Nick. My least favorite part of every Super Smash Brothers game is when Masahiro Sakurai uh, pops on screen and the little credit card thing like comes out of whatever system that you're playing on, and he's like, "Money, please." <laughs> If you want to play as Captain Falcon, you must give me twenty dollars. He says it exactly like that, like he's some kind of riddle master. It's it's so frustrating, dude. Like I'm in the middle of that. Ma- I was I was literally in the middle of a match with Mewtwo King, uh, and uh, and he, you know he was doing his thing. <laughs> he was Tora. playing Sheik. Yeah, in tournament literally and he was he was playing Sheik and I was playing Fox obviously. Uh and, and literally I was about to land the up smash that he needed to land and sure enough, here's Masahiro Sakurai coming out of the T V screen, punching me in the face, stealing my credit card, and then jumping back in so I could continue with the match. Uh it's just really frustrating, I'll tell you what.
1: Uh, man, it's so, so weird that he uh, backwards updated every single uh, Nintendo GameCube <laughs> no. to have a credit card reader <laughs> and stuck the, into everyone's houses personally.
0: It's so strange. It, yeah, exactly. It's so strange because he had to sneak into everybody's house who owns. He had to know. Hero Sakurai is, might as well be called Hero Santa Claus at this point because he had to know. <laughs> every single where every single copy of every single one of the super smash games were and he was like oh, you know while i'm here i might as well just also do kirby superstar let me just give another mode here's a ddr here's a kkr kirby kirby revolution
1: uh yeah and then he uh, and then he pre-downloaded kirby air ride into all of them because you know it's really unappreciated he wants to make yeah. sure <laughs> that, honestly uh, that more people play that game
0: of course more people do need to we've got to talk about
1: kirby air ride it's a good game we do, we do, but um, specifically the city mode and uh, nothing else. And We don't need to else. talk about uh, uh, any of the other features of that game, but <laughs> there's one more aspect of GameStop that I want to talk about, Nick, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's Game Informer. Oh, okay. And, you, you know, I, I want to take a really quick Google break right now because I'm very curious about sort of the origins right, right, of, right. Uh, of Game Informer. Uh, and, like, I'm curious whether it was a, a GameStop joint from the first place or if their mm-hmm. sort of symbiotic relationship, you know, uh, sort of evolved naturally.
0: Right, right, right. Um,
1: uh, while we're in this break, here. do you
0: mind if I tell um, my... I have one, like, really notable GameStop story, so I'll, I'll fill that time while you're, you're doing your Oh, Google yes, go thing. ahead. Yes. So I... So in, in similar, you know, obviously we know GameStop pretty well. Uh, and, yeah, we would go in and we would, like, try out all the games and that good stuff. Um, but one... Memory in particular always stands out to me. Uh, I had such a, like, a amount of bad luck with uh, different <laughs> discs of uh, Super Mario Sunshine, specifically. Um, the very first one I ever got that I think my cousin gave me was all scratched up uh, and did not work. Uh, and I would plug it into the GameCube uh, or, you know, put it into the thing, close the thing, and it'd be like, you can't play this game, idiot. And it'd be like, oh, I really want to play Super Mario Sunshine. And I wanted to play it for so long. Uh, and so... Uh, For my birthday one year, my parents got me a brand new uh, Super Mario Sunshine uh, disc.
1: Uh, and Nick, I was, what could to go wrong with a brand new disc.
0: Exactly. And I was like, oh my God, I get to finally play Super Mario Sunshine. And so I like waited all day at school. And I was super psyched to play Super Mario Sunshine. And I got home and I plugged into the Gamecube and this <laughs> disc was, it did not run. It did not run. It was like, no, you can't play Super Mario Sunshine. And Nick, I cried. <laughs> I, was, I was like eight and I cried my eyes out. Uh, and so we had to go to the GameStop to be like, this game doesn't work. Can you please give us another one? And when we got to the GameStop, the guy was like, and we were like, this game, we need to do like a trade and it doesn't work. We want, We want a game that actually works. He was like, we can't do this. (laughs) Like, this isn't something that we do. This is not like a service that we offer. Uh, and I I don't know how we sweet talked him into actually going about giving us a brand spanking new copy of (laughs) super Mario sunshine. Uh, but we did. Uh, and I, I actually looking back, I think I know how it might've happened. So I, I was obviously very upset when he said we couldn't do this. And then this, uh, this man, uh, walked over to the counter, uh, and he was wearing a hoodie. And he kind of, like, <laughs> yep, looked yep. at the cashier, and uh, he kind of gave him, like, this this weird nod, I guess. Uh, and, and the cashier seemed to, like, understand that some there was, like, an unspoken connection. But, oh, that was GameStop Greg. Uh,
1: oh, I, I, I think that might have been GameStop Greg. And, that, you know. Uh, mm, <laughs> no, you know what? I, that that was GameStop Greg, yeah. That was GameStop Greg, and I think if you sort of search your memory, mm-hmm. uh, you know what you might find is that uh, the GameStop cashier's uh, eyes sort of like flashed silver for a second, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and that GameStop Greg was putting his GameStop glamour over him mm-hmm. uh, in mm-hmm. order to make sure that everything was GameStop fair, <laughs> that, um, and that yeah. you could get your uh, copy of Super Mario Sunshine.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, I remember, and I remember the the man in the hoodie turned to me and he, and he winked, and he winked at me, and then he left. He, he just <laughs> vanished into thin air. So it must have been GameStop Greg. That's really the only. Uh, explanation that i can kind of come up with
1: yeah exactly you, you know it's also weird that you left with a uh, uh with an mlg sticker on your forehead that you still haven't found a way to take off until yeah this day, despite yeah. your many surgery attempts
0: it's it's been tough i'll tell you what uh but you know i've i've, I've gone i've grown to accept it uh at this point uh, which is you know it, it's very nice I, i'm very blessed that of uh, that uh of gamestop greg you know, giving me his
1: blessing. It's so hard in job interviews when you've got a uh, when you've got an MLG sticker on your forehead, yeah, and you just want to you know explain to them that you can't take it off. I can't. I uh, but can't uh, take it off. you know, maybe now that you know that it was GameStop, Greg, mm-hmm. uh, they will uh, they'll be a little bit more understanding. Well, so, maybe, hopefully. um, I'm looking at this Game Informer started in 1991, which is mm. bonkers to me. Yeah, uh, I'm like looking at these old uh, issues, uh, and uh, it. It well, sure was a magazine, but um, <laughs> I, 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 there's a prominent one here on the Wikipedia page. It's mm-hmm. James Bond. I guess sure. they were advertising for GoldenEye. I mean, I, I mean, it yeah. is groundbreaking. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But um, in 2000, the scoundrels uh, GameStop ate them up and mm. uh, became the owners and operators of uh, Game Informer. Um, and it says, due to this, a large amount of promotion is done in store, which has contributed to the success of the magazine. Mm-hmm. And what they mean by that is that uh, if you go to GameStop for any reason whatsoever, um, they will ask you if you want to become uh, a Power-Up Rewards member. Right. And then you say, I don't really think so. And, they, and then they say, um, I uh, think you should because uh, you'll get, uh, you know, this much off on this purchase or if you're trading something in, you'll get this much more for it. And you say, oh, no, thank you. Uh, and then, uh, mm. you know, a hand appears on your shoulder and your eyes turn silver for a second and then you say, mm. of course I would like of course I a, to be a Power-Up Rewards member. <laughs> yeah. And then the cashier says, is, um, that'll also come with a subscription to Game Informer. Would you mm-hmm. like some track in your mailbox every week <laughs> or every month? <laughs> and use that? Yes, of course.
0: Yes, of course. Of course I do. Do you remember the, the, the Power Up Rewards card was like this shitty little like keychain fob. Like <laughs> you, would, you would attach to your keychain. It was like tiny. It wasn't even like a full-on card.
1: Was it just the fob? Because like when you enter into the rewards program at like your local grocery store... Uh, they like give you a card and then the fob. But with the Power Mm Up Awards thing, was it just the fob?
0: I just got the fob. I mean, I I don't know if I was supposed to get a card or not. I mean, I, I, I don't know how much money I got off with the fob. Uh, but maybe I was missing something. I don't know.
1: Uh, Jesus. But um, yeah, I, uh, I became a Power Up Awards member back in the day. Mm. Um, you know, uh, actually, without GameSop Greg even needing to come over and cast his glamour over mm-hmm. me. I was, uh, you know, I was a true gamer. Yeah, yeah, and of course. I got Game Informer, and Nick, I would like read it every month. Why, Nick? Why would you do that? I, I mean, like, I enjoyed video games. And I remember reading about, like, Hyperlight Drifter. And, mm. like, Transistor and uh, a bunch of, like, old Nintendo games and a bunch right, of first-person right. shooters that I didn't care about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, <laughs> it all seemed so far out of reach to me for whatever reason. Like, I felt like I didn't have the right equipment or the time or, like, the mm-hmm. funds to participate in all, the, all of these games. Yeah, um, yeah, You know, and, like, Hyperlight Drifter and Transistor stand out particularly in my mind because i think i got them confused because those games have uh, a a comparable uh aesthetic what with the glowy swords Mm -hmm. and um also they sort of sound the same but uh (laughs) like i had steam at that point and i was like playing games on steam so i didn't know if i entirely realized that i could just like go on steam and buy transistor and play it if i wanted to (laughs) right yeah, yeah yeah um but like uh now i have And, uh, you know, who knows if I uh, if I would be the gamer I was today, uh, if not for Game Informer. That's crazy. Um, also, I would listen to Game Explain, sort of just no. as like a supplementary uh, thing. You remember Game Explain, Nick?
0: I do remember Game Explain. That that unlocked some shit. Let me tell Dude, they, you. They, they,
1: they had all of the rumors about who was going to be in Super Smash Bros. Four that you needed to know, man. You, you needed to know. You got those Palatina leaks. You got oh those. Uh, you got those shitty JPEGs. It listen was uh, just <laughs> amazing.
0: In between, uh, I remember because. I remember Game Explain as like the YouTube channel. I remember that it was right. like a specific and I, I remember watching like did you know gaming videos and then it would it would like the next like recommended thing would be like Game Explain this is what you need to know about Super Smash Brothers 4 and I'd be like okay tell me. I am a child but <laughs> tell me God, what please, I, need to I know.
1: don't know anything about it it doesn't we, have mario is he back is he back to his old tricks
0: we can confirm that mario
1: is in the game yet again he's back
0: with all his friends oh boy and, and a phd but again that's man i did not know you were a game informer i, did, I didn't know
1: like you uh you you dipped in uh, man i i remember like bringing it to the middle school lunchroom and like Damn. telling everybody about uh, about one of my favorite games Damn, that were gonna dude. be coming out were
0: no dude no come on Come on! What was your okay? You gotta. How did that? You have to tell me how that went for you. Like, well, give me like, like, like a, like a, like a very like a routine way that that would work out. <laughs> that those kinds of like interactions would work out.
1: I, I I was actually a pretty introverted kid, so I I didn't mm-hmm. actually like sort of broadcast <laughs> my uh, my interest to the table a whole bunch. Right.
0: right but right. that being
1: said, I did eat with a bunch of nerds uh, and um, a, a a person who will go unnamed in the podcast and who I will uh, now tell Nick in a segment that I will cut out. Let's just call him Fallout seventy six executive producer Todd Howard. Yeah, Todd. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So like. Uh, this is just one instance, but, uh, I would like be reading it and fallout 76 executive producer, Todd Howard would say, Hey, hey could you, uh, uh hey, he might or, have like, maybe he would look too. at it while I was like going up to get a milk or something, or like yeah. he asked to see it. Uh, and then, um, he would, uh, point at things in game informer and like make jokes about them and be like, Oh, you know, this is such a stupid article. You know, why would they assert this? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, he would like crack wise and he would be like, I remember Fallout 76 executive producer Todd Howard specifically saying I should make a YouTube show where I point at Game Informer and make jokes about it (laughs) you know sort of like we're doing now but yeah of course you know Game Informer isn't like uh, fast food press releases or like, you yeah, know, yeah. crazy movies like on riff tracks. It's yeah. It's like, you know, sort of, uh, you know, cringy corporate schlock at this point. It's yeah. not exactly the venerable fanzine that it once was, but it's not like riffable, you know? No, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I really don't know where he was coming from on that.
0: <laughs> no, game Informer, more like Game Informer. Game Ooh, riveting.
1: <laughs> I I, I, I totally roused him, guys. I totally roused him. You got him.
0: You really you really stuck it to the bourgeoisie, my dude. You really Mm -hmm. you really Mm -hmm. Man, I can't believe I and it's just I don't know. it's that that is beautiful. Uh uh and like we have to talk about the whole like lunchroom dynamic and how that how that played out, <laughs> that is nostalgic. Uh, totally. uh, but it's just it's so funny to me that now no matter what we do, and I've and I've expressed that I don't think GameStop is going to be around uh, in in its current form for very much longer. I don't think it's it's just not survivable uh, in what the video game market has kind of turned into. Uh, but. I I just think it's so funny that no matter what anybody does, GameStop will be attached to this, like, this pseudo-communist revolution. Like, very, very... It's not, like, that extreme, obviously. But this whole mm-hmm. idea of, like, the, a complete completely just fucking over a bunch of billionaires on wall street like no matter what anybody does gamestop will always be attached to this event uh and that's in itself that's so beautiful to me uh that this that this like magical magical place uh with its with its kind of like patron saint that always stalks every single gamestop i just (laughs) like the fact that um now it's attached to this thing where we can finally be like hey we ate the rich (laughs) once can we
1: maybe keep doing that for a little bit
0: um i think that's beautiful i think uh game is really the the start of the revolution
1: <laughs> yeah i think it's beautiful too and it's so ironic because uh for so long they've just been the people who won't give you back your goddamn money that you yeah. spent on d- d- super mario maker 2 you mm-hmm. know yeah like, they d- did not ask for this to be clear we're not like saying that GameStop's agency is what is making, uh, you know, this whole uh, stock, uh, you know, hedge fund. Um, gotcha happen mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we're yeah. not praising gamestop itself we're just saying no. God, no. Uh, there, there are funny. horror
0: oh, yeah there are horror stories of employees working at gamestop uh, and and, and uh, I, I googled like gamestop horror stories and like one of the first things that popped up was like 20 worst stories from female gamestop employees and I and I do not want to read that uh, I, I will but it, I'm not looking forward to reading <laughs> that like it is it, like like it is not it is not a place of, 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 of happiness let's say uh, but it nevertheless it is a place. Um, and it's a place that <laughs> apparently meant more to us than I could have possibly imagined
1: <laughs> yeah we really uh, we really got a lot of uh runtime out of this uh, which uh, reminds me I think that's going to be it for us today yeah. thank you so very much for listening to Nostalgia Blinded
0: Thank you so much for listening to us ramble on about uh, GameStop. Uh, If you want some amazing art stuff, you should follow uh, Andy Huber on Instagram. I have the tags in the episode descriptions. Uh, He made our uh, cover art for us, and he does wonderful stuff. You should buy things from him and commission him
1: to do art. And if you want some amazing music stuff, you should uh, go to Spotify like an adult and look up Nick and the Leg Heavy Boys, who we thank for the use of our theme song, Old Habits yeah and um stay 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 woke <laughs> stay, stay woke everybody stay frosty <laughs> stay, stay frosty um, everybody and, yeah, and uh, and, uh <laughs> be careful about uh buying gamestop
0: yeah 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 yeah. just keep keep an eye on the market we'll, we'll see how this develops maybe we'll do an update uh but in any case uh please make sure you join us for uh another episode next uh, the same nick time
1: same nick channel
0: think kirby um do you think kirby sometimes yes no okay okay, that's a good (laughs) (laughs) okay that might be a better cold open than what we did